2: I wish there were some sports, Pat. Now the, uh, yeah, the, the shutdown down
1: for two more. You games. know, I think you know. Nineteen eighty-one, I was. You know, they had the split season of baseball because of the yep. strike, and people yep. played odd numbers of games, and they just went by percentage. I think you're going to have to do that in these sports. Yep. You can't have these teams make up all these games, can you? I, I don't mean, know how. I don't, you <laughs> know, I mean, they're going to—they're not going to play for three weeks.
0: Yeah, they're not playing for another week. They don't have any players. I just saw a note that. I think Arizona is going to play someone seven straight games with really? in the next like 10 to 14 days or something like that. In, in hockey. In hockey, yeah. Because they, they've had series wiped out and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can I find could get, it here.
1: So it's like a Stanley Cup final. Yeah, they're right. They're going to end up beating each other with sticks by the time they're done. But it's you're not, you know that would be an illegitimate result. But guess what? You're not getting a legitimate result now, right? If you right. if you just slap a team together that's half your uh, minor leaguers and uh, anything. So I mean, it's it's ridiculous to ask these teams to play that. I, I was hearing about the Nebraska basketball team, which is horrible. But they have.
0: God, your tweet was funny, by the way. <laughs> Call some corn silage. <laughs> corn silage. <laughs>
1: Well, he says the other day they can beat anybody. No, they've lost twenty three in a row in the big ten. <laughs> they can't beat anybody. They can beat nobody. and they proved that last night. but they're playing like five games in eight game, eight days traveling to Penn State and all over the place cause of postponements just don't play them, you know, it's it's just ridiculous to try to They're gonna this play
0: thing. the St. Louis Blues seven straight games. Wow. The, what? the Coyotes are? The, the Coyotes Four
1: are. Four in St. Louis and three in Arizona? Yeah, something, Arizona, something, something, something like, like that. That. that, yeah. Wow. That's, you know, I mean, that's ridiculous, isn't it? I,
0: Someone had responded to the tweet from the team, from the Arizona Twitter account, saying, can we place bets on number of fights per game at the end of this?
1: I got I got a pandemic question for both of you guys. Why are we getting tested? Because two days, we can get, we can if, if we're not feeling sick, you know if we've been there mm-hmm. because two days later we can have it right mm-hmm. yeah
2: you mean why are we getting vaccinated
1: no i want to get vaccinated yeah but vaccinated is fine but tested i go to get tested on tuesday because i was i was near somebody two days that earlier had a positive that had a positive so i get tested on tuesday and i don't have it that doesn't mean i don't have it on wednesday
0: right that's right? a good point yeah
1: i mean it's it's. Uh, I think you just gotta wait and see if there's some symptoms, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's, I, why, that's why I got my oximeter and my uh, temperature gauge, and uh, you know. And,
0: I told the mayor earlier, uh, Pat, uh, after spending a couple of days in your state of Florida, mm-hmm. word hasn't really gotten down there that there's the, this uh, pandemic. going They on. Uh,
1: they uh, seem to have some Tampa gatherings that weren't fully masked. Yes, uh, there was especially. A lot of that. This was a bad year for the home team. To win the Super Bowl. Yep. Because people have a tendency to hit the streets when that happens, right? (laughs) Yep. Yeah, Yeah. so not only do you have the game there, but you have the home crowd pouring down to be anywhere near the arena so they can uh, celebrate. When I was heading
0: back to the airport, the line to get into Disney World. Yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday, early, early in the day, yesterday was down. Because what is that? Is that four? That's four. Yeah, yes. worst freeway in the history of mankind. <laughs> wow, they were uh, ready to party with Brady and Gronk at uh, at Disney oh, World.
1: Oh, oh, is that? Oh, they had Brady and Gronk at yeah. Disney World. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: that's, you know, we have. The situation of of reporters going to spring training, you know, and they've always rented condos. You know, the, the newspapers always rented a condo that was built for three or four. But uh, we have some people who are very strict about trying to protect themselves, and others who have a tendency to go out at night. So now they have to get like hotel room, different <laughs> hotel, because you have you have different discipline ideas of discipline in in all groups i think and uh
2: well what's and, hockey's problem a lack of discipline with the players going I out don't, at night no
1: i think it isn't half of it you're laying on top of each other in the corner spitting maybe you know i mean if somebody's got it in hockey you know there's no place filthier than a hockey oh, locker a room it's, a, it's just yeah. the, except for a wrestling room a wrestling yeah. room's worse yes but yeah i mean it's I didn't, all that equipment, Joe, and stuff, I mean, I know, I know, I I know, know. it's not, you know, I don't know what, it, it's airborne, supposedly, but all that sweat can't help you, can
2: it? Well, we've had a theory for years that the team that's going to win the cup is the team that can continue to stand to put on their equipment.
1: <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> I mean, you're going out there for game 6 and you just got in you're on the road for game 6 it's you're 82 down, degrees you're outside down, you're down 3 to 2 yeah. you just had the home court advantage taken ice advantage taken away from you and you got beat 6 to 1 at home yep. and you're saying you know <laughs> Do I gotta put this I on again? In, <laughs> I could be in Saskatchewan playing golf and yeah. swatting flies. You know, <laughs> deer flies could be my number one problem. The hell with it. If they get the first one, I'm done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I'll, I'll go out there and give it my all, but if they get the first one, the hell with it. You know. Yeah. So that's that's true. That is uh, that is true. Hey, I told judd this today, but i really, I'm really. Kicking myself in the ass during this pandemic because you've had to go find stuff as a sports columnist. Mm-hmm. And I've, I keep running across these thousands of columns that were out there that I ignored for 40, you know, oh, that's a great story. Yeah. But I went to a ball game instead and wrote, Joe got knocked out in the third inning or some damn thing <laughs> like that. It's, anyway, I was thinking of, uh, we were talking about Wooger and uh, some of the Wooger stories, and about the bus trips the Gophers used to take oh, to Houghton man. and stuff. When yep. Jake and Wanda, the parents, would go along, and Crowley and Bonin would get beer for Jake in the back in the back of the bus. And why didn't they ever ride with them to Houghton? It would have been great. Oh, would have been a great yeah. So uh, anyway, that's what I was thinking. Okay, speaking
2: of Houghton, yes, wh- where is Michigan Tech? What? I'll- what conference are they in? They
1: are in the... They're with my Mavs, aren't uh, they're they? They're in the Mavs, in the, and they are surviving in the... The WCHA is going away, Joe, the old mm-hmm. the, the title. The 10-team WCHA is going away. Basically, they threw out the two Alaska teams and Huntsville. Mm-hmm. So they're down to seven teams. And one of the Alaskas already said they're not going to play hockey, Anchorage. And Billy Robb is the... Uh, is the is the commissioner and still trying to slap together a league, but it's not going to happen.
2: I've so, always wanted to cover a game in Houghton or go to a so,
1: game in Houghton. Oh, it's great! I was up there a couple of times, but they uh, they got three teams on the UP. You know, they got Northern Michigan, mm-hmm. Michigan Tech, and Lake Superior State over in Sault Saint Marie, and and then they're going to have. That so that whatever they're going to call the league, I think they're going to go back to CCHA, right? Uh, the old Central, and then they're going to have Bemidji, Mankato, uh, who else? Uh, Ferris State, yeah, and uh, Saint Cloud. No, Saint Cloud's in the good league, the but that's NCHC. right, yeah. And uh, Ferris State and somebody else out in that. Can area. this be Bowling, right? Bowling Green, I guess.
0: They're they're. I, I'm on their Twitter account, Michigan Tech Hockey's Twitter account. They're celebrating their 100th year of oh, hockey. Oh God, yes, that's. Uh, yes. They oh, wow. were. They were Herbie's number one rival
1: in uh, in the national really? in that national championship run. They played. Tech beat them one year. They beat Tech one year. Tech was a powerhouse because they had. They had 22-year-old Canadians before oh, sure. uh, you know they they who walked across frozen Lake Superior. <laughs> <went>. Yes. And <laughs> all of them very very strongly potential engineers cuz that was an engineering <laughs> school. <laughs> I think they came up with some What what did Sid used to whine about the sports management classes at Michigan? That was the reason. (laughs) That was the reason Michigan beat the Gophers thirty years in a row because they had sports management classes. I think they had some sports management classes at Tech for all those Canadians. Isn't it? Don't they have a winter carnival there? Because that's when I would uh,
2: wanted to have covered the game because that
1: was a big deal. The Gophers were
2: there during the winter carnival.
1: Oh, Gilbert. Yeah. Gilbert used to make visiting. Visiting the winter carnival on the weekend—the equivalent of invading Russia, in the, <laughs> right. of right. Hitler invading Russia—you right. know the odds are against you. It's a big play. He used to—he used to set up that winter carnival as though there was a mystique applied to it. I never saw it. At the winter carnival, but all these engineers would go out and build these. In, incredible ice castles and snow sculptures and stuff like the winter carnival except with brainiacs behind them and, and then they'd have the big competition and that apparently was uh, very festive so yep 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 and uh i i don't know what kind of shape that school's in now or but uh they they've had uh, decent hockey in the last few years not they're like in that in the WCHA, the version of it is now, they're usually second or third. Yeah.
2: What would my sister's kid be to me? My nephew? Yes, he, he <laughs> went to Michigan Tech. Okay. and actually was an engineer.
1: Yeah. I can always figure out the nephew and niece thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the first cousin, second cousin. What? What? Yeah. What's the difference between a first cousin and a second cousin? I always have hard. I don't even
0: want to go there. It would I be, I believe, it. the uh, the son of your first or son or daughter of your first cousin would be your second cousin. Okay, but me? how do
1: you become my first cousin? So, well, how, how do you become my first cousin?
0: Well, if you have a. Now, the,
1: Kathleen and Cecilia in Slayton, we were very close to, and they were the daughters of my mother's.
0: Brother, yeah, those are your first those cousins. Are first cousins, yeah. okay. So I their children buy... would be your, your second, second cousin. cousin,
2: okay. And then down the line, mm-hmm. okay. So there was my dad and, and can his you, brother. Can
1: you, you, can <laughs> mar- you can't marry your first or second <laughs> cousin, but third cousin, you're you're, you're good a, there. You're yeah. getting in yeah. a gray area then, right? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so there was my dad and his brother. So my brother's kids would be my first, first cousins. cousins. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. yes, yes.
0: They're not nephews and nieces. No, no. Uh-huh. That would be ne- the, the, the children of your uh, yeah, siblings. You
1: can only be a ne- nephew or niece if you're in the in the in that one family line, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, my mine is, you're at the end of the Patrick Ricey line, by the way. It's over. Really? Yep. Because my, uh, now Ryan is my stepson, but we can't. You know, and they got the grandkids, and I consider them to my precious grandkids, except when they're brats. And uh, <laughs> who's going to be the king? But there's, you know, Jim's not having kids, and Chris is. I just lost Pat. Yeah, there he is. And yeah, so Jim's, you know, my oldest son's not having children because mm-hmm. they attempted that and it didn't work out, and. Trista, there's no chance you know she might want him to spend five dollars and uh, so I, it's going to be over man it's well, going to
0: over I never thought I would have the chance to utter this line but I have a first cousin on my mom's side of the family who married a second cousin of mine on my dad's side of the family is that okay it, it is and in, when it was brought up at the wedding he said she ain't my cousin <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so
1: well, wait a minute now. Let's no, go no, no, because the again. only
0: unity is my parents. So she's the niece of my mom, but he's the second cousin of my dad. They they have no relation to one another other than being husband. There's no blood No, streaming. uh-uh, no. I
1: wonder if the whole cousin deal, you know, I think just because they thought it was tacky. They said, "Well, if you marry your cousin, your the kids will be insane, right?" Yes. wasn't that the yeah, deal? Yeah, they were gonna have some like this. Yes, that? messed yeah, up. Yeah, I yeah. think it's I think it's just to keep it from happening because it looks a little tacky, <laughs> yeah. don't you? So, well, I'm not gonna take a chance. I think the but, royalty know. didn't royalty used to do that a lot, right? Well, look at them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's right. <laughs> that's right. They did, you know, Joe. I know we're drifting off sports here I think we have <laughs> but I still can't figure out how Britain Great Britain the Britannia the you know the, the kings of the sea and all this ended up with a bunch of Germans running the place well, how the hell did only... that that goes to 1600 or something but how did the Germans take over?
2: Well how in the hell did Ch- Charles is a Greek? he's from Greece who? Prince Charles, not, who's
1: the old guy? The king's, the queen's husband, isn't that Prince Charles? Prince Philip. Or Philip, he's Philip. a Greek. Yes. You know, yeah, but that was probably because of royalty, he was Greek royalty or something. Who knows? Although, you oh, know, nuts. a lot of those Europeans don't recognize the counts, but they still got people running around calling themselves counts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I I think he's my favorite royal of all time, though. I mean, he must be gone now because they don't let him out in public anymore. But his his say his his speeches and words and comments inappropriate <laughs> through the years have been fantastic, wouldn't you say?
2: This is the result of two lousy basketball teams in the Twin Cities.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and no hockey. Here, Joe. Here's what's amazing. The best freshman basketball player in America, and probably the best guard in America, is from St. Paul. Basically,
0: Jalen Suggs. Jalen
1: Suggs. He's from the Suggs of St. Paul. Right? Where's he, he play? He's cousins to the Suggs. of yeah, right. Gonzaga. Is he, <laughs> he is at. He was at Minnehaha, uh-huh. and then he is at Gonzaga, and right. they're number one in the country. And he's going to be, he's going to be a one and done, and probably one of the top three draft choices in the NBA. All right. Last night, Paige Buchers, who played at Hopkins, is a freshman at UConn. Yep. Which is now 20 years, 25 years into this dynasty. Got 31 of their 63 in overtime to beat number one rated South Carolina to become the number one rated team. And she is a freshman from Hopkins. Yep. So we are the basketball c- capital of the war of America, except for the fact that Timberwolves stink, the Gophers men stink, and the Gophers women stink. Right? Why couldn't the Gophers get sucks? Uh, they asked. <laughs> yeah, they were. Poli- yeah, he politely declined. <laughs> we the list of why didn't the Gophers get? in the last uh, decade is uh, pretty impressive. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, they, got a, they got a lot. Why of didn't the women get page? Well, I think Lindsey can blame the fact that uh, the previous administration did not uh, have her locked up. But women go to, if they can go to UConn as their number one recruit, they're going to go to UConn. UConn is UConn is more prestigious in women's basketball than Duke is in men's basketball. Wow. Yep. But here's the good news in college basketball duke north carolina kansas kentucky and michigan state none of them are rated for the first time since 1961 wow that they had a ratings that that one at least one of them wasn't rated that's incredible yeah Holy cow. And uh, they all seem to have the same problem. No great guard. You know, they all have mediocre guard play. I
0: did see that uh, your guy, Coach K, a few weeks ago said that he thinks it's silly that we're continuing the season yes, yes. because they're so rotten this year, of yeah, course. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he didn't want to do back surgery this time. Last time, 30 years ago, when he had the bad team, he had back surgery and gave all the losses to Pete Goddard. And uh, you know when you look on his record, those yeah. losses aren't on his record. And we we were considering he was considering something. He's seventy two or three. Though, Is he right? really? Yeah. I wow. think so. Yeah, he's still a sniveling, <laughs> egotistical.
2: Uh, you want something else to remember that's interesting about Brady? Yes. In two thousand, his draft year. Yes. Hundred ninety eight players were taken before him. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: well, Joe, he'd hardly Isn't been it? a starter at. Uh, yeah, he, the only reason he was a starter at Michigan was Drew Henson.
0: He was going to play baseball. Drew Henson,
1: right? the Yankees gave Drew Henson this huge contract because he was the future of Michigan football as a quarterback. Drew Henson, he had a great year as a what sophomore or something, and and Brady was a bench warmer, and and then Drew Henson signed. Michigan thought Drew Henson was coming back, and in August Steinbrenner gave a dra- they drafted him in June, and then they gave him a big pot of money like in August, and they didn't have time to get another quarterback, so they played Brady, and they had a good year, but not not good enough to make him higher than a sixth draft choice, sixth yeah. rounder, right? It's yeah. amazing. He's got to be
2: the only one in that class left in the league, isn't he? Oh, oh I would God, yes. So. Yeah. God, yeah. yes. Well, he's yeah. forty
1: three now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And man, he looks he looks more sprightly he didn't look good early this year but he looked more sprightly and not injured than the last part of the season and then the playoff run than he'd had in years i mean he'd he got he'd had some injuries gotten banged up a little and uh have we checked the air pressure in the football, by the way? I don't way? know
0: if we got a report on that.
1: Perhaps the most overrated scandal in the history of sports. It really wasn't much of a scandal. <laughs> no, but boy, there's a lot of people. Now, I heard a fellow in town, you uh, happened to be trying to listen to a, a, whichever, something was on the, uh, a, uh, the FM radio station. It would have been a game. And I heard... Uh, a very astute young man who's a commentator over there named Meat Sauce, <laughs> and I mean, this guy's and Meat Sauce was trying to convince everyone that uh, Brady is terrible and he's just a horrible guy. And what? Where what, is he getting that yeah, from? What would he you know? What he just, he's just—he's terrible. He's you know—he stinks, and, and you know he. he, he, he he hates Brady. Why do you hate Brady? I What's no there to idea. hate about Brady? He would, you know, he wins and he doesn't rub people's nose in it. He
0: <laughs> was the seventh quarterback taken that year. Okay, one ninety nine. Guess who was picked fifteen spots ahead of him at pick one eighty three? Out of Southwest Texas State by the Cleveland Browns. Your guy. Spurgeon win. Really, Was drafted 16 spots Mm -hmm. ahead of Mister. What is
1: what is the whole draft there? Who are the quarterbacks? The quarterbacks with the 18th overall pick, the Jets. Boy, so think how different the draft was back
0: then. 18. Yeah.
1: 18 is the first quarterback taken. Now, if you got a half a chance,
0: you're going. You're going in the top three or one or yeah. Uh, At 18, the Jets took Chad Pennington. In the third round, the 49ers took somebody...
1: So one
0: draft, one quarterback in the first two rounds? And as I read on the list, you're going to see why. Okay. Uh, The 49ers took a guy by the name of Giovanni Carmazzi out of Hofstra. I never heard of him, I don't follow Hofstra football closely. The Ravens took Chris Redman, who had a decent career. In the third round, the Pittsburgh Steelers took T. Martin out of Tennessee. He, didn't he, Did win, he a win the championship? national championship? Yep. Didn't he? Uh the New Orleans Saints drafted Mark Bolger, who ended up being a starter for a long time with the Rams. I mentioned Spurgeon Wynn, Tom Brady. And lastly, the Washington Redskins took Todd Husack in the sixth round. That out might of be the
1: worst collection of Whew. quarterbacks drafted except for Brady in uh Ever. in the last twenty years for sure. Yeah. Oof. But but that's the way drafts used to be. They didn't. Everybody wasn't in a panic to get a quarterback. But uh, now right. it's now that has changed. So and I saw.
0: Did I see Carson Wentz is on his way out today? Uh, somebody's going to who do I see who might take him. Uh, the Bears and the Colts were rumored to be interested. God in. Almighty, he's maybe the Colts, but he's
1: he's not that good. I didn't like him when they. We're giving him $100 million. I don't get it. I
0: don't get I it. I think injuries, though, derailed him. Because that year that they won it, before he got hurt, he was the MVP of the league, don't you think? No, I don't. Okay. I don't think that. No.
1: I didn't think, uh, uh, as good as he was, though, Joe, I didn't want Brady to be the MVP of the yeah. Super Bowl. I wanted somebody from that defense. I they, want the defensive coach, Todd
2: Bowles. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He's going to get another chance, probably, yeah. to coach yep. in the NFL. It is amazing when you... Uh, Consider that uh, left-leftwich, the offensive coordinator, is uh, probably going to get a job too here in the next next time around, and he's that quarterback. He's got to be six six, right? Yeah, something and like that. He was Culpepper size, Jacksonville, right? Did he play Jacksonville? He was like he's like two seventy, two eighty. I think, I think he can walk in a room and be a commanding presence if he decides to. If he decides to go old school and chew somebody out, I think you, I think he could get your attention because yes. he's a big fella.
2: What gave Brady his break with the Patriots? How did it develop uh, that he became the Bledsoe starter?
1: Bledsoe got hurt, mm-hmm. yeah. and when Bledsoe got healthy, he Brady played five, six games, maybe, and Belichick in a very controversial decision. Uh, decided to stick with Brady, much to the chagrin of Bledsoe and Bledsoe's backers, including my friend Ron Borges, who is a well-known boxing writer, but also a columnist and football writer mm-hmm. for, I believe, he was with the Herald. It might have been the Globe. Wrote this, <laughs> wrote this scathing column about the idiocy, idiocy of
0: Belichick sticking with Brady. And then they won the Super Bowl. And that one might have shown up on Old Takes Exposed. Yes, believe, uh, if, if that Twitter had existed then.
1: Just think. Oh. Just think. Brady is like seven years before Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, like he's
1: way he's way before Twitter.
0: That's crazy. He's
1: way before Julio Ojeda Zapata invented Twitter. Right. Well, actually, hey, Twitter's 2008. Yeah. Okay. And his first year was what? 2000. thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Isn't he but he was uh, you know, email people were still emailing back then, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's uh it, it it is incredible. And uh he said he was gonna play till 45. Everybody keeps saying he's coming back. Yeah.
0: Did you, you hear know. the Gronk story, by the way? Uh so apparently when they were supposed to be training on their own, this is how much you gotta love a guy like Gronk. So they were supposed to be doing, you know, go to your local high school and run your sprints and take yeah. video of it and then send it back in every day. They were supposed to be doing uh-huh. this. Apparently, Gronk and his buddy went to their high school in Arizona, I believe mm-hmm. is where he lives in the offseason, and Gronk brought five different shirts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, okay. And did a 15-second video of him and running a it, yeah. sprint <laughs> <laughs> and, and would send them in. <laughs> you know you who know he stole that
1: from? <laughs> who? Jeff Passel. Really, Jeff Balsoth. I almost got him fired because I was in hell. Was was I still writing for Saint Paul? I, I'm not sure. But Jeff was the kid reporter for the for the KR K- eleven. He was like mm-hmm. Rithers, Rithers, whatever caddy. He's the guy that actually did the work. But Jeff came down to Fort Myers and for the media, you know, day and Jeff. Uh, On media day when they're marching the guys out, and Jeff's down there for a week, and Jeff likes to play golf and go to the beach. So Jeff shows up. He's got five shirts, right? (laughs) So he he interviews, you know, whoever, Herbeck with one shirt, goes interviews Puck with the other shirt, you know, does the whole thing. So I, I wrote some witty little thing about this guy's got it figured out or something like that i paid had it in uh I said either he was sweating a lot or there's something going on here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> asshole, are buddies now, and yeah, I don't think he ever got real. Bitter. Oh, he's a
2: good guy. I, he's ever, not I, a bad I don't guy. think they ever
1: got. I don't think he ever got bitter, but he got some. He got. What were you doing
0: down there? When he, when he, uh, were you more upset that you didn't think of it first? Uh, no, no, I like being
1: there, but I, I didn't have anything to do. You know, suppose, he, yeah. he wanted to go play golf, and you know he's a. You know, he was a good player and stuff like that. So,
0: are we going to have fans, by the way, at spring training? Supposedly
1: twenty five hundred. Yeah. What the hell? If we can do that in Tampa, oh, might as well have a. Are you going, Patrick? I think I might go head on down after I get the second vaccine. So, but I'm not beforehand. But the bride's not interested, so I don't. I don't know. I I guess I'm going, but well, the
2: second one is where you're supposed to get the. Maybe some after effects. Oh, that's okay. A oh, wait a minute. Days.
0: You got yours, didn't you, Such, on Friday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. First one. First but one. I didn't
2: get, the, I get the second one in March.
0: Such so, and I, everybody's
1: saying, you know, uh, we're both qualified. Yep. We're both qualified. There's mean, no. Yes. By the way, did you see that Bill Russell finally got vaccinated? No. And Bill Russell, he's, what, 80-something, right? yep. yep. And he, he tweeted something out about how long he and his wife had been waiting. I think Bill Russell ought to get to go to the front of the line. I do too. Don't you? Yes. You know, some health care worker who's going to get a shot should call up and say, Bill, you can have mine. You know, Pat, Bill, There's no plan. As we now know, no. you're completely on your own. <laughs> yeah, you are. But we're bragging in the headline that we're now 14th in the nation, Yeah, which tells you that that nation is screwed Whoa. up. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, this is the all-time, if you have somebody that can give you a hint on where to call and take a shot. Nobody can get you, you know, but they got to, if somebody can call, what do I do, you know? I'm in the lottery, by the way, which, what did I say uh, about the lottery, that, uh, Dean Chance was the worst hitter in the history of Major League Baseball.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He hit 68, right? Yeah, he, be, uh, he was a pitcher. That's yeah, okay. he was a pitcher. But he struck out two thirds of the time in like form. And he got 42 hits and 800 at bats or something. 809, yeah. You know. He had twice as good a chance of getting a hit as you did if you signed up for the lottery <laughs> right. as a senior. Twice as good, a, Dean had twice as good a chance. I don't know how this occurred in my somewhat wacky brain, but I said, "I'm thinking. I, I see the numbers: two hundred five thousand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's there's eight thousand vaccines for that week or something. So I said." Wait a minute. Who's the worst hitter of all time? <laughs> yeah. Who's the worst hitter of all time? Dean Chance, the worst hitter I ever saw. I looked them up. <laughs> Dean had twice as good a chance to hit a double as yep. you do winning that lottery. But they at least send you that notice every week saying you didn't make her, but we're we right. thinking about you. So. Right. Anyway, it's uh, uh, now, uh, boy, uh, I'd hate to be that outfit that South Africa says it doesn't work for our uh uh, they got millions of uh vaccines, and uh, they're saying ah, it might not work for ours so yeah that uh, was troubling anyway. Anyway. I don't want them to tell me it doesn't work for these other ones no, you uh, want to hear that it does work i want to hear I didn't want to hear anything about it okay yeah I just wanna okay I got vaccinated I got a better chance let's go yep. let's go how about Pedro gomez man that oh, is wow. terrible Joe what happened? Nobody knows yet, 58 years old, good shape, hell of a guy. I knew him pretty well. And, uh, you know, 58, he's, he's got a son who's a prospect with the Red Sox and just a good guy. Had the, you know, his parents, his mother delivered him uh, two weeks, I believe, after she arrived from Cuba. They, have hmm. you know, they arrived from Cuba and, uh, or maybe it was two months, but mom was... Seven eight months pregnant when they hit the shore here, and so Pedro was not born in Havana, but he could have been. But Pedro, Pedro had that easy Spanish when he talked. That was a pretty, you know, he's you 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 had no hint of a Spanish accent with him. Obviously, he grew up here, going to but when he talked to a Spanish guy, it was like you know old home week, (laughs) and what an advantage. Because you know he could go over there and BS with the Spanish guys, and they felt comfortable. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and they and he would learn stuff. But I've tweeted this and I talked about it earlier. But he wrote the balls. He was a, before he went to ESPN. He was a columnist at the Arizona Republic, and he had been a ball writer in the Bay Area. And and two thousand one, the Diamondbacks are in the World Series. And it's like anywhere, even though two-thirds of, 90% of them had never been to a Diamondbacks game, it was madness down there, Joe. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, because it's the first time around mm-hmm. and also the last time, by the way. And like, it's like 87 here. You know, it's like 87, how crazy it was and how we were all right in this Crap! You know, the, I mean, the paper had front pages on the guy who'd set up a diamond in his yard, and you know all that stuff. Yeah, all those yeah. game seven, they they come home, they're down three to two because they blew those two games in Yankee Stadium, and then they uh, hang them high. Kim uh, would uh, give up those home runs, and so they blow them out in game six, right? Did they beat him? 15-1 yeah, so. or something. But Pedro's column on, I can't remember, were they weekends? I think they were weekends. Pedro's column on Sunday morning, Game 7, the starter is Kurt Schilling, is what a jerk Curt Schilling is in how none of his teammates can stand him. Wow. Before Game 7. And you, you can write that column in July but before game seven of the World Series, I every time I saw him I gave him the Sammy Cassell dance. I said, yeah. <laughs> I said, I would have never I would have I would have never had the guts and he shrugged and says, That's a you know well, he had quotes from unnamed
0: players, but he had quotes his best work was when he was, you know, assigned to cover bonds. bonds yeah. Because he did not care at all. He would he would go after him. And I thought, wow, this guy's got a set on him. Mm-hmm. Well, Howard Bryant, you know Howard Bryant is
1: a a, a, a black sports writer and goes mm-hmm. back a ways, and has become very, you know, very strident about, you know, uh, that that's he's basically for the last ten years been he's written books and black issues, but he was a young uh, sports writer in the Bay Area, no, in Arizona, in Arizona, because where was. LaRusso was no LaRusso is managing the A's. So Harold was like a 24-year-old prep writer in the for the at the rival paper, the Oakland Tribune or something, and he gets sent out to cover an A's game, and he writes a game story, and the headline says Eckersley blows save, but he didn't blow a save. He he gave up a two-run homer when the game was tied one to one. So. And in the story, it says he gave up a two-run homer. He didn't. It, the story doesn't say anything about blowing a save, right? Okay, mm-hmm. it's it took a loss. Well, Tar- Larusso, who can be the biggest jackass of all time, just went on this rant. Well, see what I put up with you guys, you guys. And who's Howard Bryant? Who do you believe is Howard Bryant? And the kid says I, I am. And Howard, Howard says the story didn't say that. The headline did. And, and and Tony Tony keeps going and finally uh Pedro says JC you know Tony the story didn't say blue the save give the kid a break for god's sake Tony <laughs> and Gosh. Howard said he's loved him ever since they were yeah. very close and he just talked to him three days ago but wow. but Pedro you know the and there's a lot of veteran uh writers out there who are just sitting there not say anything like most of us would have probably and uh and uh you know I sat through a couple of TKs tirades against a certain sports writer but I agreed with him, so I didn't. I didn't interrupt. I didn't interrupt. I don't know what I would have done in this. I don't know what I would have done in this situation. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that was. I mean, that was the kind of guy he was too. He was, you know, he was, he was fearless, but in a very low key way. You know, he was. And ESPN screwed with him too. You know, they did. They, they kind of cut down on his exposure
0: at times, and he didn't. He just lived his life. You know. The family man and good guy. That's too bad. Yeah. Because really I saw Ratto had a piece on him. I haven't oh, read it yet.
1: Yeah, well, he and Ratto, you know, Ratto was in the Bay Area. Oh, when, sure, sure. And yeah. he was a kid out there. So Ratto, he, he, he knew all those guys. Uh, Ratto is now writing for the, what the hell is it called?
0: The oh, uh, I can't remember. I'll pull up his account. Uh,
1: it's a... Uh, is it, I think it's the uh, guys who left Deadspin.
0: Well, the the best was the last time we had him on the ride with Roycey, You asked him how things were going. He said, "Well, I think I'm the only writer in America that doesn't work for the Athletic." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> no, this is the uh, the uh, the guys who broke off from Deadspin because Deadspin wanted them to be classy. Defector now, Media. Defector. He writes for the Defector. Is hey, you know who I heard from recently? Tell me. David Israel, of all people. Holy cow. Yeah, living in L.A., writing novels. He's writing novels. He None of which and, have sold it, i He went out and uh, <laughs> wrote some screenplays, though, right? Yep. When, yes. Didn't he yep. follow Shulian out yep. there, basically? Yep, 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 yep. Is Shulian still, still with us, I think? I, think I know. so. I you think used so. to see Shulian's name on... Israel, Israel wrote a TV series or two, didn't he?
2: I think yeah, he did. I'll, I'll, I'll always be indebted to Shulian, because Shulian was the guy who turned
1: me on to uh, Elmore Leonard. Mm-hmm. Julian so. was, Julian was a great writer. Yeah. But apparently, if you were on the desk of the Chicago Tribune or the mm-hmm. uh, L.A. when he was out there and changed a comma, oh, yeah. he would call up and scream. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was. Uh, he was very into the words. But Israel was great too. Israel yeah. was. A, uh, but he went out and they. They got in on TV, but I think I, I don't know what John John was writing movies, but I think Israel wrote a couple of TV series. They got series. smarter
2: earlier than we did.
1: Yes, they did. They, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, they thought they thought there was more to life. That's my problem. Yeah, yeah, that's my problem. I never thought there was more to life. Yeah, I thought this was no. There's nothing else. What the hell? You know I mean? <laughs> that's why you were so thrilled to get a shot. You know, you finally got something. Yeah, I right, finally got something. You got something. You know, <laughs> I was listening to. Uh, Country Western, of course, riding down to Fulda yesterday, and I'm heading down to the prairie. And Jerry Lewis comes on. Oh boy! And Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis is singing "Middle Age Crazy." And I'm thinking, you know what? You know, because "Middle Age," you know, "Middle Age Crazy." There's a great line in there about still thinking I can get it done or something. And <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, you know what I am? I'm old age crazy. <laughs> I'm driving to Fulda to try to come up with some kind of a a, a sonnet on uh, little tiny towns trying to play sports. So, uh, Fu- Joe, Fulda. I would have graduated. The superintendent came in with the yearbook from what was my junior year? 66 in that class. 66. 66 L- people. Later on, in the senior class. Senior yep. class. Wow. Later on, they graduate. I was talking to the, this gal that took a couple of photos for me, and she graduated in the '80s. And they had a class of '89. Wow. One time in the '80s, 17. No. 17 this year. Wow. Wow. 17 seniors. They. Uh, that's why they're playing sports
0: with Heron Lake, Okabina. Right. How can they even afford it? These little towns,
1: these little towns, man, they want to, you know, they still got the, I don't know when they're going to get a new generation down there, but they don't want to lose their high school. So they, you know, Uh, Ellsworth, which won two or three state basketball titles, little tiny town uh, down there a mile from the Iowa border. And they have finally given it up. And. Athletically and and now sending their athletes to Adrian, which is a little bigger town, but they still got a school and they got a hundred and I ran to the Schilling brothers. Two of the Schilling brothers were refereeing last night, <laughs> and I was talking because they were the stars of those Ellsworth teams, and they got 151 kids, K through 12, Holy and they yes. still got they still got their school going in Ellsworth. They got 12 wow. seniors or something like that. Wow! Wow! It's it, it you go down there joe and it's just incredible how many towns there are why did yep. we build all these towns <laughs> you know because I mean, they all had
2: grain elevators yeah, probably yeah.
1: and and water stops for the train yeah. allegedly yeah. and there was there was more than one apparently trains had their own tracks yeah. so you know one company had different tracks so they you got all these towns Heron Lake and Okabina are identical towns 5 miles apart from each other right Wow! For what
0: purpose? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's uh, it's uh, it is really weird down there. But man, they're hurting, they're hurting. Meanwhile, the Shilling brothers, these two guys, own two thousand acres and have eighteen thousand hogs. Wow! This, or th- they can get you a slab of bacon if you talk to them.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> mm-hmm. they, this isn't the U of M Shillings that.
1: No, 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 no. This is uh, the Ellsworth uh, guys that uh, one of them was a great player at Augustana when they won the national okay. championship. And, okay. Uh, yeah, they were probably a couple of Mr. Basketballs in there. They
2: were. They ain't the Kurt Schillings
1: either. No, they no. ain't the Kurt Schillings. No. Worst no.
0: teammate in the history of sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Pedro. <laughs> All right, Pedro. Lad. You're my hero. Yeah. All right. See you i've got a buddy bob who has three new year's resolutions every year and truth be told he rarely succeeds at accomplishing his goals he's not alone by the way only 10 percent of us do accomplish our new year's resolution then it hit me bob should call the canopy group why bob wants to read more and i'm not going to be able to read to him bob wants to lose 20 pounds and i'm sure not the guy to help him with that but i can help him with his third resolution and that is to save money how's he going to do that that by handing this resolution over to the 30 professionals at the canopy group they will help bob save money on his home and auto insurance and have better coverage at the same time there's 16 companies assure bob's success not only just this year but they will do this for bob every year to be sure he has the best coverage at the best price new clients save more than 800 annually hand your new year's resolution over to the canopy group and be part of the 10 percent with good old bob who successfully in accomplishing at least one of their new year's resolutions call 800-967-3389 or visit the canopygroup.com all you bobs out there get with it 800-967-3389 or visit the canopygroup.com
0: it's revers for Josh Arnold Mr. Money Talk who has a very important question for you Do you know what you own? You see, Josh's clients, they always know what they own. He has found that he meets people with every single day that they have no idea what they own. He has seen retirement portfolios that have a big percentage in bonds. And there are real instances of people paying more in commissions and fees than they can possibly make on the rate of return that these bonds currently yield. Josh begs of you, know what you own. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. You can take it from me that you can trust Josh. Give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608.